Hello and welcome to the second episode of the NetSkiller podcast. My name is Brian Hewn, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jason Poole. Together, we'll be exploring the ins and outs of application delivery and security, dive deep into stories from the industry, and learn about the business challenges that face IT teams and how they overcome them. Uh, Jason, you want to bring in our guest and topic today? Thanks, Brian. Sure. In today's podcast, we'll look at the best approach for customers to ensure the security and delivery of their application, whether it is better to pick individual devices or services or consolidate into a single platform. We'll examine the pros and cons of each and examine what we see is happening in the field. And for more insight into this and some real-world opinion from the coalface, we're joined by Al Taylor, co-founder and CTO of CloudDNA, a Netscaler partner and longtime expert on app delivery and security. Al, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about your background in app delivery and what does CloudDNA do? I've been focused in application delivery and control, and that's increasingly more security as anything. Uh, For the last 15 years, working at various different places in the UK channel, but ultimately residing at the moment as a co-founder and CTO at CloudDNA, we're a specialist application delivery and security partner. We've been focused very tightly on the Netscaler platform for the last 10 years or so. And I guess it gives us some unique perspectives into what's going on in the world, which hopefully will be interesting for people to listen to this podcast. That's great. In a previous episode, we discussed the growing importance of app delivery and security for today's businesses. What's your take on the importance of app delivery in modern app deployment scenarios? I guess when we think about our modern lifestyles, from our personal integrations with technology, first thing in the morning, checking the weather, checking the news, or whatever it else is, is you do. Applications and data are everywhere. Our communities thrives on them. Our businesses rely on them. Getting that data into the right hands at the right time and has never been more critical for the success of whatever it is we choose to do online. And that's more increasingly things as well as just people. We're increasingly distributing our environments as well. So we're pushing data into different places, maybe staging it closer to where those users are based. That's introducing different architectures. We're really creating a lot of variables, a lot of challenges, a lot of bottlenecks, a lot of hurdles technically that's going to reduce agility and ultimately lead to a position where we're reducing our user experience and our efficiency. And that can't be a good thing. I agree. And when I speak with customers, they tell me that user experience is largely synonymous with application experience. And to tackle this, the goals seem to all be similar. Every customer I speak to, they all want app availability, they want performance, and they need security. And they want to be able to fix things when they go wrong. So in your opinion and from your experience, what are the elements that they need to ensure that they hit these goals? There are some technical features that you should look for with these things. We need to make sure services are available. That's load balancing in the traditional sense. But we've moved a long way on from just doing that for successful application delivery now. Sure, we need to make sure services are available, but we need to make sure they're performant. We need to be able to try and control the inefficiencies of delivery networks. We need to be secure, not just against regular old hackers, but against bots. What about our APIs? What about our authentication to make sure only the correct users can access our services? And ultimately, what happens if we lose visibility of all of these things? Wouldn't it be good to have a real good understanding of the traffic that's flowing into and out of our service and how our services are performing in front of our users? The challenge has moved on quite a long way. So an application delivery controller today, you should really look for something that has a very significant feature set 
we're very focused on Netscaler with over 4,000 features on a premium edition. It gives us lots of tools to take on the individual challenges that your service delivery model represents. So, wow, that sounds like a lot of devices, a lot of tools to manage, and it would seem like there's a lot of real operational overhead in addition to the cost of the tools themselves. So what problems do you typically see for your customers with this approach? Uh, lots of tools introduce lots of complexity where we have individual load balancers, individual security devices, individual mechanisms to deal with each of those individual challenges. We're introducing different vendor skill sets, different training requirements, different skill sets within our own teams. We introduce a, a operational complexity and, and friction between those devices. If I make a change on one device, what happens to the configuration and the service on another device or what integrations need to be taken into consideration and how do they present some gaps? How do these things talk to each other securely? And do they introduce latency, having multiple devices into, uh, into the delivery stack, multiple active network machines all doing their own bit one after another? It introduces latency and in a time when all of our users are looking for the best possible experience, it's never a good thing. So given that, what would be your primary alternative that you're positioning with your customers? As we have done with servers an awful long time ago, consolidating workloads is a good thing. Consolidating multiple individual service delivery components into a single application delivery controller, a single platform that does many features, it has many benefits. We've mentioned how having multiple individual devices in the stack can introduce latency. That problem goes away. We've mentioned how multiple vendors in the stack means multiple training requirements and different skill sets within the organization. That goes away. Consolidating all of that functionality that historically sat on individual point products into a single place takes away all of that network complexity and the risk about security moving in and out of that. And also it gives us the ability then to be able to say that because everything is passing through the device, it gives us an awful lot more ability to take service metrics away from there so we can see how well the, those services are performing. So bringing everything back into one place generates a range of efficiencies. But the beauty is looking for an application delivery controller with lots of features means you can find more efficiencies elsewhere in your network. So application delivery controllers they tend to evolve as services evolve, and you find that the, the, the skill set of the device is always going to be one step ahead of your service delivery challenges. A very, very powerful tool to have in your service delivery portfolio. So Al, with your customers, how are they gravitating towards consolidation? What's their journey on that and why? Many of our customers started their real value to consolidation a long time ago on Netscaler platform. And they've seen the value of consolidating those multiple individual workloads into a single box. Uh, that's a good thing. When those customers have needed more than one appliance because of operational reasons, network requirements, security requirements, or different silos of business and application requirements, when we get to N plus one devices, we found the SDX platform, the physical form factor hardware that Netscaler is available as, that supports multiple individual virtual appliances to live upon that hardware. We found that to be a hugely valuable tool. Couple of units in the rack space, super powerful, 
potentially hundreds of instances, over 100 instances of Netscaler running on a single device. This has been a real cost saver for companies and organizations that we've delivered the services into. And they've seen how Netscaler's goodness can permeate away from that traditional data center into the public cloud and into the hybrid cloud environment giving them the ability to turn off those inefficient machines elsewhere, giving them the ability to uh, generate the kind of efficiencies that we used to talk about way back in the dot-com days, and running hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars of savings because they're consolidating those workloads. And we've seen this across organizations as they've started small and seen the value and continue to grow with their deployment and continue to get those investment savings throughout. So out consolidating existing ADCs, load balancers into a single device with Netscaler SDX, perfect. But then what I've seen customers as well who've started to bring in their security devices and other types of devices into their ADC. So they're consolidating their WAF and their bot management devices into the ADC. Is that something you see as well? Absolutely. We increasingly find the app delivery controller conversation is more about security than it is about load balancing and traffic management. And again, because the device decrypts the traffic on the way in and inspects that traffic before it decides what happens next, it's in the perfect place to be able to do things like a web application firewall to protect your service against malicious attack. Maybe it's an API gateway. Maybe it's protecting against those bot services that are trying to probe your, your website for, for uh, potentially sensitive data. Increasingly, the, the security footprint has grown for many organizations for the services that they publish. The challenges and the risks are growing at every moment. You only have to watch the TV news and you find another hack has been successful. So again, squeezing that, consolidating that security functionality into a smaller footprint has those efficiency savings that we've spoken about. But as anybody who's focused on security will tell you, it's visibility that generally tends to kill you more than anything else. So having all of that processing, having all of that security functionality in one place enables you to again tap that information off and either consume it within the native tools that Netscaler presents or export it into wider elements of your infrastructure for investigation into security matters. It's definitely, definitely been the core value add for a lot of organizations, specifically because security normally comes at a performance deficit. And with Netscaler, we've proven time and time again that you can have security and performance from the same small factor appliance. Thank you. I want to shift it. You mentioned cloud a moment ago, but you know, surely when customers are shifting their workloads to the cloud, it's much easier for them to just check boxes and get all of the services they need, and and there should be a performance impact, should there? Uh, absolutely, checking boxes is easy. I agree with you on that, and it's the it's an obvious thing to do, and it's a kind of a native decision that you just kind of say, well, I'm in the public cloud vendor of choice. I'll check the box. It works. They, they kind of uh, do a token gesture service, and I guess the, it, there's an element of it's good enough for some use cases, and absolutely that's the case. But you very quickly run into a position where that native load balancer needs some other functionalities, and there's more checkboxes involved. This introduces complexity as we're configuring these individual components and getting those things to work together. But there's always a limitation with those native cloud services. So you're always going to find there will be third-party organization tools and services baked into that secure delivery service stack that you have to present. It's pretty much like the old days when we used to build them out in the data center in a physical rack. So 
we found ourselves again where if we can consolidate that virtual workload into that single form factor and we can utilize that in the cloud as well could we actually then get away from this position where we've got multiple individual devices running in there because we've done the tests we've looked at using a stack of native cloud service delivery components the load balancers the api gateways the ssl encryption devices the vpns and similar we've looked at those devices and then we've looked at running a netscaler side by side and doing those functions on a netscaler in that location instead and the results are quite surprising especially if latency is again one of the key factors when security needs to be so important yes and, and a large university springs to mind as a Netscaler customer. They, they've been with us for a while and they were shifting to the cloud and they thought, well, we don't need the Netscalers anymore. But as they then moved up, it became checkbox after checkbox after checkbox to get the same functionality that they were used to. And so it became a no-brainer for them to go with a consolidated approach because it was faster, cheaper, and much less operational overhead. I suppose, Al, that that applies to many customers, especially who have a hybrid scenario where they've got different management systems on the cloud and, and on-prem. Do you see that? Absolutely. And that's been the biggest light bulb moment, I guess, for a lot of organizations we've spoken to over the course of 2023. And to the back end of 2022, the early adopters, the people that went you know, full on in cloud and took on a, a new application and delivered it from AWS or Azure or Google guys, they're finding now they've built this, this operational friction between the two sides of their coin. The traditional data center and network model maybe had Netscaler or a competitor device, but now they've introduced a completely different way of delivering services. That introduces more operational complexity. We want to get rid of that. That introduces, again, another skill set requirement and similar. But again, if we've got two completely disparate mechanisms to deliver apps and services from our organization, we need different skill sets to drive it sure we need different apis though to to integrate with it we need different tools to be able to understand what's going on if we could consolidate again and put netscaler back in that place and we have a common delivery infrastructure that sits across all of our hybrid multi-cloud scenarios from the traditional data center right the way through the microservice into the cloud and beyond then all of those locations that we publish services from all have common uh, capability. They all have common traffic management, common security posture, common visibility, and common ways to operate them. So I only need to have one set of training requirements in my team, and I can manage those services from all places. And that visibility that I just mentioned there, more and more organizations now are really focused on user experience. And, and it's very difficult to quantify what user experience looks like if you don't have a tool that can actually measure it and give you a number, a score, a, a digit, something to go on so we can say it's better or worse than the one next to it and having all of those services delivered by a single platform uh, such as Netscaler wherever those locations are globally across your footprint having all of that information feedback into your central core and to be able to recognize what every single user's experience looks like wherever they are on the planet whatever they're consuming from is probably one of the highest value returns that people don't expect when they start out their journey looking at Netscaler in a hybrid multi-cloud scenario. So, Al, you've stated that, you know, economic trends today are pushing towards consolidation, but you've also indicated that complexity and operational overhead are possibly even more important. But my question to you is, what are the potential cons of consolidation? In the past, people seem to think that it was fine to have a tool for everything. I guess the, the only downside to consolidation is can you consolidate everything you need in a single platform? And the, and the honest answer is no, of course you can't. 
you can give yourself a very good head start in your service delivery challenges, but there will always be niche requirements, oddball little requirements, very um, potentially very resource intensive requirements like document scanning that you wouldn't expect to do on a device like this. So sure, they can't do everything. But we look at something in the region of 4,000 individual features on a fully featured Netscaler Premium Edition. And there's an awful lot that you can do with 4,000 features to increase the performance, the efficiency, the user experience, the security, and the general all-being goodness of all things service delivery for your hybrid cloud environment with your Netscaler. So sure, you can't do everything. I can't say we've ever come across a situation that was within the boundaries and scope of what the product's designed to do that we haven't been able to do. Uh, so it's very difficult to see why there would be an argument to say we want to spend more on our data center infrastructure and footprint and the cost associated with operating it when these types of solutions are currently available, very mature. And frankly, if you're not using them, these are the ways that your competitors are getting the upper hand over the services that you deliver digitally. So, Al, to summarize all that we've discussed, what would you recommend to those interested in consolidating that app delivery and security solution, and why? Um, know your requirements today is the first thing. What are you actually trying to achieve? And get crazy. Just saying, you know, if, imagine a world, you know, like the movies, imagine a world. Try and think about what would be possible. How could you make your services really super awesome? Because you'll often find if you can take that conversation to an application delivery control specialist, they will be able to find features in the box that will potentially help you do those things, but also maybe deliver things beyond your expectations. So you need to speak to somebody who knows what they're talking about for sure. But also take a moment to actually understand what the product is capable of doing. Most of the time when we go into production environments that have not been configured by the Cloud DNA team, we'll find features and services that are available within the licensed features of the appliance that are not being utilized. And sometimes we'll even find that developers have written code, hard-coded into the application that they're having to maintain, that Netscaler can do for those people and it's already there. And we can offload it from the web services. So, Sure, we've been able to do it the old school way. Sure, we've been able to do point products. Sure, we've been able to engineer things like SSL encryption into the application. But Netscaler has been built over the internet to be able to make those problems go away and do all those things an awful lot quicker. It's no different in the cloud than it was in those old days. We seem to have lost some of that, um, that knowledge that we built as an industry a little while away. But there's no doubt that there's more complexity and more challenges coming. So if we do our best to stem that complexity now and standardize on something like Netscaler with a huge feature set, it's going to allow us to deliver great services not only today, but obviously be prepared for whatever our service delivery challenges will be tomorrow as well. Awesome. Now, Al, to round off our conversation here, we like to finish with uh, some type of bold prediction on the future. Do you have any bold forecasts regarding the future of consolidation that you could share with us? Uh, I think this will be the year, the remainder of 2023 and into 2024 will be the years when organizations realize that they have to find a way to work smarter in the hybrid cloud. I think it will be the year when folks realize that the native tools and services available within the big hyperscaler cloud services are really not going to give them the kind of cost savings and efficiencies and user experience that they want to do. So I really think that while a lot of organizations have kind of 
tested it and put the toe in the water, I think that the next bold step is more consolidation is going to happen. More people are going to realize that the value that we got from consolidating our servers 30 plus years ago is exactly what we need to do in our cloud footprints and our service delivery infrastructure. And more people are going to realize that that's the way that they can get the upper hand and keep a control of the budget as well. It's going to be an interesting time and I look forward to some great conversations. Thanks, Al. An interesting and very credible prediction, I would say, for this year and next. Well, it seems that from our discussion with Al and our own uh, experience, niche cases aside, the consolidated approach to app delivery and security offers more advantages to business. There will always be customers who insist on a device for each task, but they must be prepared to pay the price in terms of cost, performance, and operational overhead. And with that, back to you, Brian. Hey, I want to thank everyone for tuning into this episode today, and I would love to thank our guest, Al, for joining us. Um, looking forward to having you some other time. Thanks a lot for the invitation. Great. Thanks. Until next time. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of the NetScaler podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the NetScaler community website. You can also find us on YouTube if you'd like to watch the video version of this interview. In our next episode, we'll be joined by Jan Titgat, co-founder of Corlayer. Together, we'll be discussing the ins and outs of content switching, where we'll cover points such as where its strongest advantages lie, its security implications, and much more. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.